What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is FCB Radio, where real talk lives. Visit us online at fcbradio.com. Welcome to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. E-Will is not in today. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at the Outlaws Radio. We have a lot of things to discuss. We have a packed show today, some dope interviews. Stay tuned. But first, real quick, Miss Lavish, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. How was your week? Uh, it was cool. Uh, I tried the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Oh, <laughs> we'll, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, we'll, we'll find somewhere in the show to talk about it so I can see what your experience was. But uh, last week I taped an interview. We were off last week, but during that uh, I taped an interview with Alexis Marrero, who is a pop singer who is on her way to stardom. And we're going to go to that interview right now. We have a very special guest on the show today. Uh, she is a singer-songwriter. She is uh, lighting up the streets. She's going going places. A lot of good things happening for her right now. Alexis Marrero, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's get to it. Let's just start. Um, yeah. From the beginning, how long uh, have you been singing? When did you decide that this is what you wanted to do? Well, I've been singing ever since I was a little kid, um, but I definitely decided kind of growing up. Around like 10 or 11, I'd say, I started with a little band, and we'd do little things around here. Um, but then um, around 15, I went to Hawaii, picked up a ukulele, and uh, my freshman year of high school, I just started putting videos out on um, Instagram, and uh, I got recognized by Shannon MacArthur, who's a Nashville record producer, and I started working with him at the age of 16, and uh, it's just kind of been going on since then. Wow. So so talk a little bit about, um, you know, like I kind of alluded to at the beginning, a lot of things are starting to take off for you. Um, yeah. So what you, what you got going on right now? Talk a little bit about the journey and, and, and where you're at at this moment. Uh, yeah, so 
Right when Shannon uh, recognized me, um, he decided to uh, co-write with me. We wrote some songs, uh, and then he took me out the following year to uh, record three songs with uh, Rick Siebel. So that was a really cool opportunity. Then we went to Nashville and recorded um, my track City Lights, which is kind of blowing up on Spotify and stuff right now. Then he took me to work with Andy Grammer's producer uh, out in L.A., um, his name is Stefan Latronic. So that was a huge opportunity um, to work with him. So we did that. Uh, then I got signed with manager Pete Farmer. I had a whole team with him, uh, including Malcolm Harvest, Neil, and G. Bonahan. So that was really cool. I worked with them for a while. Uh, and now I just got signed with uh, Andrew Lane, J.W. Cudd, and Matt Dugan, which is a huge opportunity for me. So now we're kind of starting to put out a bunch of covers, record some music together. I'm actually going to be co-writing with uh, Andrew, and we're going to be recording a song when I'm in L.A. next week. And I'm going to do a bunch of photo shoots and promo work. Uh, going to start working on some YouTube stuff. So, yeah, it's going to be huge. I have a couple unreleased stuff still to come, but um, right now we're just kind of focusing on some covers and promo stuff. Awesome. And awesome. Uh, actually, a couple labels are looking at me right now. That's beautiful. So, really trying to work hard here. That's awesome. That's awesome. Really excited for you about that. Um, so Thank you. Congratulations to you. Uh, Thank you. So, for people who haven't heard your music, what would you say your style is? Like, define your... Define what your style is. Um, my style is definitely pop, but I actually like to blend all the genres together. So in my music, you're kind of going to hear influences of alternative, EDM, soul, hip-hop, um, just pretty much anything, honestly. I like to blend everything to kind of create my own style. Mm -hmm. And uh, what do you have uh, out right now? Are you doing singles? Do you have an album or an EP out? Like, what do you have out right now? So currently I have three singles out and then an EP. Um, so you can go check that out on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, all sorts of stuff like that. Okay, awesome. And uh, we're going to be putting out some new stuff here soon, I think. So right. that'll be really exciting. I'm really excited for everyone to hear that. Awesome. So you are, and you write uh, most of your lyrics, right? Yes, I co-write every song I uh, put out. So that's awesome. I like so, to keep myself in it. So where do you yeah. get your where do you get your experience? Like where do you get your inspiration from? Is it from experiences, things that you've that you've been through, or things that you've seen? Like where do you get your inspiration from to write some of the songs? Oh yeah. Um, so when I'm writing, I kind of like to write stories from my life, or like things that I've seen go on in other people's lives, because I mm -hmm. like to write stories and messages. And, mm -hmm. Uh, things that touch people, because I want to, you know, make people feel something and touch the world. I want to make sure that I'm writing stories that are real to not only myself, but to other people. Right. And they're all from the heart. Right. So uh, with that being said, what is, give us one of the song, one or two songs that, um, that really mean the most to you, especially considering that, as you just said, that you're writing things largely about your own experiences what are some of the songs that mean the most to you and uh just tell people a little bit about what what those songs are about oh wow um i think my whole world which was my first single it's on my ep as well that one really hit home it was kind of about um uh two people separating you know and it was a really hard hitting moment in my life but um i wrote a beautiful song about it and then another one Oh, God, I have a couple, but 
there's two unreleased songs that I have that are really hard-hitting um, from my own experiences and from experiences um, from other people that I saw, and they're really touching and they mean a lot. Uh, they make me cry, so you know, I hope that they can make other people feel that way. Right. So uh, we're talking with Alexis Marrero, and what is your, what's the latest pro- project that you have out right now? Uh, my latest project right now, well, I released an EP, and then right now I currently put out a cover of Louis Capaldi's Someone You Loved, uh, so we're kind of doing some cover series right now, but that's the first one we released, and it's kind of huge. Uh, it's on YouTube if you want to go check it out. I'm really proud of it. So, awesome. yeah, that's the latest uh, thing I've done. Awesome. So, uh, but, yeah, other than that, I'm going to L.A. Yeah. here in a couple days, actually. So going to be doing a lot of promo right. work and photo shoots and meetings. So are you, are you excited? Oh, I'm so excited. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. what has the response been like? Um, tell for people who aren't, who aren't familiar, like I'm a little familiar. I've seen some of the stuff on social media and, and uh-huh. things like that. Tell, tell, tell people who may not be familiar, like what has the response been like? from, like, the average listener and stuff to your music? It seems like people are really starting to support um, what you're doing. And, and, and how does that feel? How does that feel to see that people are really, you know, starting to gravitate towards your music? Um, yeah, so the response has been really great. A lot of people have really been just um, so supportive, especially family and friends. And it's, it really means a lot to me that, like, a lot of Cleveland people are supporting me because, you know, Gotta love Cleveland. So um, that's kind of been huge. I mean, it's definitely an honor to kind of have that support, and it makes me feel really good about that. Awesome. So so let's let's talk – long term like what is your goal in 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 the business like what do you want to what do you want to do what is your uh your aspirations what are your goals uh i definitely want to see myself blow up uh as a pop star and kind of become a role model and uh make people feel something with my music you know i want to inspire the world and i want to create stories that people can relate to so that's kind of my biggest goal right now absolutely and um Uh, we're going to uh, wrap this thing up in a little bit here, but before we do yeah. that, uh, I, I do always kind of like to ask artists, especially artists like yourself that are on the move and and are, are yeah. headed in, in the direction that a lot of artists want to go for the aspiring artists, for the for the young girl that's that's looking at you and wants to do that one yeah. day. What advice would you give them? What what you know impart some of the the knowledge that you've gotten from your experience to people who, who aspire to be where you're going? Um, I guess my biggest piece of advice is honestly to never give up on your dreams. I know a lot of people didn't think I could do what I'm doing, and I never gave up because I always had this feeling that this is what I was meant to do. And so I just kept pushing and putting myself out more and working hard. I uh, had a lot of great support in that. Um, especially with my mom and uh, my lady, Marissa. She works with me on social media, um, Marissa D'Onofrio. So um, those have been, all, like, awesome. That's a lot of help that I've had. Um, but, yeah, my biggest piece of advice is just never give up on your dreams because um, if you work hard and see the goal, stay focused, you can make it too. Absolutely. All right, let everybody know how to follow you on social media, where they can listen to your music, keep up with what you got going on, all of that good stuff. Okay, so uh, you can find me on YouTube as Alexis Marrero. 
My Instagram is official Alexis Morero. On Facebook, my page is official Alexis Morero. You can also find me on Twitter at Alexis Morero05. All right. Thank you so much for uh, joining the show. We really appreciate it. Good luck to you and congratulations on everything that's going on. Thank you so much. I appreciate it so much. And good luck with everything. Thank you. Thank you. Stay tuned. We have more to come here on The Outlaw. The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. What's going on, everyone? It's your man's Aaron Malik here. Feel free to go and stream my new single, Cool, Calm, and Collected, featuring my lovely label mate, Brittany Franklin. Watch as I settle up in a Tesla when I used to walk everywhere. Look where I ended up. My mind is rich and my legs are super tough. Comfy in my own skin. And I don't stress as much. Dad, I hope you're still looking down seeing me grow up. I'm taking my time and doing it right for once. You can get it on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, and all other major platforms. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Outlaws Radio Show with the Kingpin, Jessica Lavish, and E-Will. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. He will is not in today. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at the Outlaws Radio. And now is the time of the show that we like to call the reality radio soap opera, the best on the radio. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Floridians. And on today's edition of the Floridians, Jessica Lavish has the story. Yes, a pregnant Florida woman saves husband, kills one of two home intruders with AR-15 after they pistol pistol whipped her husband. <laughs> a Florida family is alive today thanks to a woman who saved her husband and daughter from a pair of violent home invaders with the help of her legally owned AR-15. The woman's husband suffered severe injuries to his head, including a fracture, eye socket, and sinus cavity after a pair of masked strangers burst into the family's home in Lithia, Florida last week. She's Lithia. Jeremy King says both were armed and not only did they brutally assault him while demanding money, they tried to grab the 11-year-old daughter as well. And mama came in and said, not today. <laughs> kai, kai. And got <laughs> and killed one of them. So normally our, the stories that we talk about here is, are crazy, but that was completely reasonable. That was 100% reasonable. Like, yeah. come on. I'm glad. Good for her. And she was pregnant. She wasn't playing no game. She games. wasn't playing no game. 
<laughs> I was, was just about to say that. She was not playing no games with none of them. Like, y'all so, not about to come in my home. Yeah, so I'm not even, I ain't even mad at her. Like, that, and normally we don't do stories where people die in the end, but. Hey. Hey. <laughs> we all gonna die one day. <laughs> but, I mean, hey, she she did the right thing. Yeah, she was protecting her family. All right. So I'm not I'm not even mad at her. No. Now, there was another Florida story that you had. Do you have that one pulled up as well? Yeah. So deputies arrested Andrew Thomas Burnett, 42, a Sanford, who was a, a suspected of carjacking a golf cart. <laughs> Police says Burnett battered the driver of the gar- golf cart and took the cart from him. The, a deputy spotted Burnett. Um, driving the golf cart at an intersection. The deputy activated the patrol's car, emergency lights and sirens, but Burnett did not stop. Burnett could be seen weaving back and forth traffic before making an abrupt U-turn, abrupt, I'm sorry, U-turn in front of oncoming traffic and driving into a ditch, police say. While being chased by police, Burnett tried to create an escape by using his head to bust through a vinyl fence. Burnett attempted to flee on foot, but was caught. Where is the video? (laughs) So, okay. So, hold on. First of all. Why is that a crime to steal a golf cart? Well, he carjacked. That means he pulled a gun to somebody. But, like. And said, give me your golf cart. I mean. That's clearly a crime. How are you even. You're not even allowed to drive golf carts. Maybe in Florida. Maybe in Florida. I mean, you know, we talked about this before. Florida has, like, really weird rules and laws on the books. So, I'm sure there's something that governs. Golf cart driving. Golf cart jacking. <laughs> Could you, I mean, I mean, like, you run up on somebody, you got a gun, you run up on somebody with a golf cart. Break yourself, fool. Who, like, Give me this cart. <laughs> uh, move out the way. Like, that is so, I don't even know how to process that. And where the hell did you think you were going in the golf cart? How fast can a golf cart, what's the time? Probably 25, 30 miles. That's what I was about to say. Max. It's like 25 miles. Like, that's the top speed on a golf cart. Where the hell were you going? <laughs> Only who knows. I, I love Florida. And he just looked like in his picture, he just he looks like he was probably drunk. Let me let me let me see the picture. Oh, he was drunk all day. But like he uh, I don't even understand how people get drunk and have these ideas to do some of the things that they do. I don't understand it either cuz I've been drunk many of times but I've never thought about <laughs> carjacking a golf cart. I was just or... about to I was just about to say that. I wasn't going to say it quite like that. Because uh, I didn't want to put us all out there like that. But oh, no, <laughs> like, I've been drunk I, many a time. <laughs> there have been times where I have been inebriated. And I have never thought about carjacking a golf cart. Hello? Like, I, sir, drinking and driving is already illegal. But they didn't give him a DUI. Yeah, so what did they, they gave him carjacking, right? Yeah, but that's it. <laughs> I gotta, well, maybe they did give him a DUI. It, it didn't actually say what they gave him. I got to find more. I got to find out more about this story. <laughs> Stay tuned. We have more to cover here on the outlaws. The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. Stand Up for Kids is looking for volunteers interested in leadership positions in Cleveland to help Cleveland Stand Up for Kids grow and expand so we can reach out and help more youth. Stand Up for Kids is a 501c3 national nonprofit organization founded in 1990. Stand Up for Kids is almost totally ran by volunteers. Not only does that make us unique and strong, but we understand the importance of your time and will make you feel like a valued part of our community. We are very much in need of your time and talent. 
Our mission is to end the cycle of youth homelessness. Think of the young people in your own life. Nieces, nephews, sons, daughters, and grandkids. Now think of them alone on the streets. Would you want someone to help them survive and give them hope? For more information, email cleveland at standupforkids.org or check out standupforkids.org slash cleveland. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everyone? It's your man's Aaron Malik here. Feel free to go and stream my new single, Cool, Calm, and Collected, featuring my lovely label mate, Brittany Franklin. Watch as I saddle up in a Tesla when I used to walk everywhere. Look where I ended up. My mind is rich and my legs are super tough. Comfy in my own skin. And I don't stress as much. Dad, I hope he's still looking down, seeing me grow up. I'm taking my time and doing it right for once. Now you see I'm cool, calm, collected. Works you can get it on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, and all other major platforms. This is the Outlaws Radio Show with the Kingpin, Jessica Lavish, and E. Will. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. E. Will is not in today. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at the Outlaws Radio. Sorry, I had to yawn there. And now is the time of the show that we like to call Juicy, where we take a look at a juicy relationship or family topic. Miss Lavish, what you got? Okay, so... What are some questions that you ask on a first date? Ooh. Ooh. Um, and are we talking like basic questions or are we talking about like the, the juicy ones? Uh, I mean, I guess you don't really have a ton of juicy questions on the first date. No, I mean, I don't, you know, you know, I don't think so. I mean, like maybe, you know, do you have any kids? Like the kids conversation might On the come first on. date? It might. Well, I want to know how many kids you got on the first date. I think absolutely. that's okay, but I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I absolutely want to know that. Like if, if you some... got. Because I, I, I once was in the relationship with somebody and didn't know she had three damn kids what? until we was all ready Shut together. up. Yes. Never. Yes. Shut up. She had three <laughs> kids and they tell you till y'all was together? Three whole A kids. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> but you ain't asking. <laughs> exactly. See? See? That's something you gotta ask on the first date how many kids you got exactly are you married that's why i felt that in my soul oh yeah are you married? are you married are you in a relationship now which is crazy because you shouldn't have to ask those things when you date yeah you shouldn't but it's 2019 and everybody has somebody else no? well, speaking, <laughs> speaking of it being 2019 there is a question that i thought in my mind but i don't know if it would be appropriate for me to say it i don't know how to say this in a politically correct way 
Um, so, you just got a phone call or something? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was hoping that you couldn't hear. No, we we heard it, and I heard it, and the entire listening audience. Sorry. <laughs> Let me call you back. <laughs> I gotta call you back. <laughs> so, I'm trying to figure out the politically correct way to ask this question because this is definitely a question I want to oh, know the answer gosh. to on the first date. <laughs> I think you know where I'm going with that. I don't know. This I want to be sure that you were born. <laughs> <laughs> What's your birth certificate look like? You know what? I was talking with um, a gay friend of mine, uh-huh. and he was asking, like, when you start dating or talking to a guy, do you ask them if they like men, too? And I'm like, no. Should I? <laughs> he like it is 2019. I'm like, yeah, but uh. <laughs> so do you like men as well? <laughs> like, how do you ask that on the first? Well, I guess you would. I guess that you would want to know first that day question. on the first day. Like, guess, ain't it? Guess, yeah. Like yeah. we all know the obvious first day questions. Where'd you grow up? But like, not even yeah, that well, we really care for real. Right? Like, no, you just well, making small talk. Yes, I want to know were you raised in a single family home? Was your mama there or was your daddy? Miss? Who was not there? Okay. Now, now you bring up a very good point there. You bring up a very good point there because from a man, for, from a heterosexual male's perspective, when you're talking to a female on the first date, I do want to know a little bit about your background because I want to know if you got daddy issues or not. Because if you got daddy issues, that lets me know a little bit of what I'm dealing with. Wow. <laughs> so that well, is, a, that, that's a good. And, I have daddy issues, so. <laughs> well, and it's not, well, and, and I just want to clarify, that doesn't mean, that's not a necessarily a deal breaker right. because there's a lot of deadbeat dads out here and there's a lot of there's a lot of good women with daddy issues mm-hmm. so it's not necessarily a deal breaker i just like to know what i'm getting myself into so that now you don't ask the question hey do you and your daddy love each other that's not <laughs> that's not how you do it you know what i'm saying but you just ask a little bit about the background like oh okay so what was it like growing up like where you where, you know what i mean where are you from what was your family like this, that, and the third. So, so yeah, I think that is. I think that's a very important question. Like, I, I do want to know a little bit about that. I mean, yeah, that is. Do you have any mental health issues? Would you ask that at the first date? No. But <laughs> I think if they did, you could probably. You could tell. Tell. <laughs> do you date when you're broke? Ooh. You know this. Is, I do. I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> no, just, that's the best time to date. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you a little trick that free I food. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, you get to do that. Men can't do that. But I'm gonna tell you a little trick that I used to do. This wasn't like on the first date. This was actually in a relationship. So you know, as you know from being in this business, your money's funny. It goes up. It goes down. It goes up. It goes down. That's that's the way it is until you get to like major, major, major level, right? Where things start to stabilize a little bit. So what I used to do when I was in a I was in a previous relationship, and what I would do is when I had money, I would buy stuff to do that would last after I didn't have money anymore. So I would buy, like, season tickets to stuff. Mm. I would buy, like, like uh, I bought us passes to, like, the Rock Hall. This was before you could get, get in for free if you lived in Cleveland. Um, and stuff like that. Like I would do stuff like that, like pre-purchase tickets, all that kind of stuff. So then this way, cause the, the, the only thing like 
being broke sucks, but the thing that's worse than being broke is being broke and stuck in the house. Mm-hmm. Like when you're broke and you can't go anywhere, that's the absolute worst. It makes being broke feel even worse. So I'm like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to pre-buy a whole bunch of stuff while I got this money because I know that it cycles in and out. So then when I'm broke, me and her still always have stuff to do. So that was my trip. Oh, well, that was very thought, like very you're not thoughtful, but smart. <laughs> you have to pre-plan these things when you, you know what I mean? I've been in the business a long time. And like I said, there's either in, in this business, either you have a lot of money at one time mm-hmm. or you have nothing. Oh, yeah. yep. <laughs> so, so you have to kind of plan accordingly. And that's the worst thing where it's like, all right, Hey babe, what are we going to do tonight? Uh, nothing. Like you want to just sit at home and, Eat popcorn and watch TV? No. <laughs> like, that's cool, but probably by the by the fifth or sixth time in a row that you do that, it's like, your girl's uh, gonna get right. <laughs> she's she's gonna so start getting ass. A- <laughs> you ain't never got no money. Hey, you always broke. <laughs> exactly. You was a scrub. Uh, exactly. She's gonna by the time, by the fifth or sixth time in a row that you do that she's going to start to get a little restless. So you do have to plan accordingly. But as you mentioned, and we got like 30 seconds, but as you mentioned, for you as a woman being broke on a date, like it doesn't really, nobody, you're not paying for your first date anyway. Yeah, Nobody's going to make careful, you. careful though. You never know. Re- oh, you, you think never, somebody you make never you go know. Dutch? You might be like, <laughs> I don't even like you. You might argue with the, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Never know. Be out there washing dishes. <laughs> well, you saw there was a uh, article. There was an article that came out that said the majority of women take dates, take first dates for for the free food. Yeah, probably. I, I could definitely believe. Have you? And then we're gonna go to break. Uh, have you ever had? A, have you ever taken a date with somebody that you really didn't have much of an interest in because of free food or free drinks? First date, second date, third date, fourth date. <laughs> yep, show have. <laughs> And I'm not ashamed to say it. <laughs> She's like, yes, I did. Yep, I sure did. Thank you. <laughs> All right, stay tuned. We'll be back with more of the Outlaws. The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. What's going on, everyone? It's your man's Aaron Malik here. Feel free to go and stream my new single, Cool, Calm, and Collected, featuring my lovely label mate, Brittany Franklin. Watch as I saddle up in a Tesla when I used to walk everywhere. Look where I ended up. My mind is rich and my legs are super tough. Comfy in my own skin. And I don't stress as much. Dad, I hope you're still looking down seeing me grow up. I'm taking my time and doing it right for once. You can get it on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, and all other major platforms. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Outlaws Radio Show with the Kingpin, Jessica Lavish, and E-Will. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. E-Will is not in today. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at The Outlaws Radio. And we have some very special guests in the building today. And I'm going to pass it to Ms. Lavish for the proper introduction. Yes, yes, yes. So today we have the pleasure of having Zarell Patton and Anthony Otay. Sorry, I just why are you <laughs> saying like that? Because you know it just went Otay. Like <laughs> um, they are the creators, founders of the Freedom Youth Pro- Program. How y'all doing? Good man, blessed man. Glad to be here. Yes, Excellent. Excellent. yes. Likewise, so blessed. So what is what is the program? Yes. Talk about that. Uh, so Freedom Youth Program is a group home based in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, we focus on leadership. We focus on asset building and positive youth and youth development. All right. So uh, in a group home, you have young men that are living there and, and developing together. So what we do is we take these young men and put them in different programs to be able to grow together, to be able to uh, come together and, and learn different skills mm-hmm. to uh, get through life and ind- different independent skills. Nice, nice. So what made you guys create the Freedom of Youth program? Uh, so I started it probably about three years ago. Uh, my uncle came to me, like, hey, you know what? I got an opportunity for you, man. Let's let's do this group home thing. I dug a little bit more into it. And actually, I liked it. I'm like, it's an opportunity to do business and also help out the next generation. Mm-hmm. So uh, over time, connected with the right people and Eventually brought Anthony on, and we've been working hard at it ever since. Nice, nice, nice. So you said that you guys have, like, programs that you put the gentlemen in. What are some programs and resources that you offer to these gentlemen? So one of our programs we offer is our Man Up program. We we do a variety of different programs. Um, I'm the chief operational officer, so I get the opportunity and the responsibility to work with different leaders to help develop and direct the operational efficiency for a youth program. So when we're talking about the programs that we offer internally, we're speaking towards one program being the Man Up program. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man Up program helps youth identify five basic and the most important questions I would say that you have to ask yourself, any human being in life. One being, who am I? Mm-hmm. That deals with identity. Why am I here? That deals with purpose. What am I capable of? That deals with their gifts and talents. Where am I from? That -hmm. deals with origin. And where am I going? That deals with destiny. So that's one program we offer, our Man Up program, to help answer those essential questions in life, to basically give them a foundation to continue through life. Yeah, nice, nice. So um, what's the ultimate mission for Freedom Youth? So the ultimate mission? Yes. Well, our mission statement is to provide a nurturing environment for these young men Mm -hmm. to fully develop and grow up to their full potential. Um, man, it's, honestly, it's for these young men to step out here in the world and actually have value and actually know their worth. So mm-hmm. no matter where they go, nobody can tell them, you know, who they are and, and what they can do. 
So by providing them with different skills and different uh, uh, assets for them to be able to get out here and, and maybe become a, a per radio personality, mm -hmm. you know, maybe become a chef. Basically, it's just for them to know exactly I can be whatever I want to be. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm free to do whatever I want to do in the world, despite what I've been through, despite what situations I may have been in. And yeah. That's where you get that name, that Freedom Youth yeah. Program. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To know that they're free. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, they're not bound down, bound to be whatever people may have said they are to be because we're dealing with at-risk youth. Mm -hmm. So youth right. that may actually have pending court cases or, yeah. or already are, have a taste of the system to where in their home they're, they're told, oh, you're my bad kid. Mm -hmm. You're my troubled child. So they're already playing seeds of doubt in their minds. So when they get to come to a quiet home with Freedom Youth Program, the home we offer, to help them become better men and to uproot those plant, planted seeds of doubt in them mm -hmm. and place new seeds in them to grow. That's our ultimate vision. Right. That's right. the mission. This is why, this is why he my, uh, my chief. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's a team, man. Yeah. Yeah. If, I, if I miss anything, I know he got my back. Yeah, yeah right. for sure. Right. So talk about some of the changes that you've seen in some of the youth that you work with as they go through your programs and get introduced to your philosophy. So we haven't opened up yet. We're, okay. we're a few months away. Okay. But um, just from some of our mentors and, mm -hmm. and dealing with youth in the church, mm -hmm. um, man, it's so many different backgrounds, you know. Um, from not having a father, not having a mother, from from them not actually even having or knowing their family mm -hmm. in general, the family not wanting them. So I had a I have a cousin that actually experienced life in a group home, mm -hmm. and he said it was just going to the room, watching TV, and not really feeling no no growth. So, yeah. um, and actually, if you want to speak on that one case uh, that Jonathan was telling us about. With the young men. Oh, wow. Yeah, just um, a few years ago, right here in Cleveland, there were four young men that actually, um, they sued the city of Cleveland mm -hmm. because they were a part of a group home, but they did not learn any independent living skills. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so when they got out here, right. it was like, you can imagine where you're going to go, either jail or the grave. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the the possibility to sit here and be able to help develop independent living skills, like how do I... A search for an apartment. Mm -hmm. How do I get a gas bill in my name? How to open up an account? Right. How to do those different things, those skills that's and, needed. And talk about life. the importance of that because I think a lot of people don't realize that there are a lot of there are a lot of kids who don't know how mm -hmm. to do what we would think it's are normal. basic mm -hmm. basic things. Talk mm -hmm. about the importance of being able to teach stuff like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. So the the home, the family is the first place that we find dignity, we find purpose, and we find identity. That's mm -hmm. the first place. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not being taught these things in my home that I'm growing up in, where am I going to learn that from? Right. So the ability to, to bring young men in, to bring youth in that are, come from a, a troubled, adverse background and teach them skills like how do I cook? How do I make a budget? Mm -hmm. How do I meal prep? How do I plan? Things that we're doing naturally as adults, it's important because that's how you live. Yeah. When you think about it, they're called independent living skills. Everyone in this room is already doing it. Mm -hmm. All we're doing is being a mirror. We're taking what we learned and giving it to them. Yeah. And it's important to have those things because you'll end up homeless. Homeless. Mm -hmm. Over 700,000 youth mm -hmm. in the U.S. are homeless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So that's the importance of having these independent skills so you don't end up that way. Right. So you guys did another business venture together, and it didn't have as much success as probably you would have liked to have. So what did you learn from that and going into this business venture? And then what would you teach any of those young men that might be in your program about entrepreneurship and not giving up? Yeah. Um, cause we, were, we were successful. At all, at all costs. Yeah, um, yeah. But no, um, it was... A lot I learned, um, a lot we learned as a group mm-hmm. about business, about entrepreneurship, about um, ourselves. So one thing that I've learned is you got a plan, mm-hmm. right? You got to have a plan. You got to have a foundation. With those two things, no matter what comes, you know, you can, you can have a plan. You can have something to fall back on. Mm-hmm. Um, with the with the restaurant, it was it was a great journey, um, but we learned a lot from it. We learned how to, you know, budget, learn how to uh, handle customer service, learn marketing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's you a know, learn different things. So no matter, and I thought about this today. I'm like, did we really fail? No, we didn't fail. Mm-hmm. It was a test, and it was something that God presented presented to us to say, you know what, do you really want this? It's an opportunity mm-hmm. to grow. Yeah. yeah, do you really want this entrepreneurship lifestyle? Right. Do you really and, want right. the, the stuff that I got coming your way? Yeah. Well, and I, and I think that's a that's a good lesson for uh, for the youth to learn, too. Exactly. I'm always into the bounce back. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like Because when, yeah. when you're an entrepreneur, you're, those things are going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything is not going to be a win. Sometimes you might mm-hmm. take an L, but the but the the important thing is how you bounce back. And you know? how quick is your bounce back ability? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just made that up. But that's, that's how... It, <laughs> that that's, sounded really oh, deep. You like that? It sounded really that's, deep. That's, that's <laughs> you have to have a that's real, quick though. bounce back ability. You got to yeah. be quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. got to be quick. Yeah. And I learned that that, to your point, Zarell, planning and preparation equals your outcome. So that's the biggest thing we've learned. Yeah. Plan <laughs> and prepare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Thanks. So you guys said that you teach leadership. What does leadership leadership mean to you guys? To me, it means um, leadership is serving a body of people. Like Martin Luther King Jr., he was a leader, right? We all agree. Mm-hmm. He right, served right. a body of people. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's what leadership is, serving a body of people. Um, to me, leadership is having the ability ability to handle different personalities, mm-hmm. right? That's good. To be able to have relationships with different type of people. All right. If you're in a leadership position or leadership role, you have to be able to know, okay, my my customer service rep acts this way or acts that way. So I have to be able to approach him the right way. And you cannot take all that stuff in, in defense mode. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, cannot, right. you cannot just be like, oh, well, I know uh, Bob acts this way, so... I'm gonna get mad. No, you have to be able to say, you know what? I'm gonna take. I'm gonna be a humble person, and know this person acts this way, so I'm approach it a different way. You just gotta be able to have different perspectives with different people. Right. Let everybody know how they can get more information about your program. If you got a website, social media, all that good stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, you can follow me on just z underscore underscore. Uh, you can follow the group home on Freedom Youth Program. Uh, this is on IG. You can also check out our website www.freedomyouthprogram.com and you can follow me on Instagram at O-T-E-Y underscore XL and as Zarell said the group home page on Instagram is Freedom Youth Program and our website again is www.freedomyouthprogram.com 
freedomyouthprogram.com. Check our check out our website. All right. Thank you so much uh, for joining us and coming on the show, man. Right, really appreciate you. it, and best of luck to you. Yes, thank you. thank you. All right. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more of The Outlaws after this. The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. What's going on, everyone? It's your man's Aaron Malik here. Feel free to go and stream my new single, Cool, Calm, and Collected, featuring my lovely label mate, Brittany Franklin. Watch as I saddle up in a Tesla when I used to walk everywhere. Look where I ended up. My mind is rich and my legs are super tough. Comfy in my own skin. Head out on stress as much. Dad, I hope you're still looking down seeing me grow up. I'm taking my time and doing it right for once. You can get it on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, and all other major platforms. This is the Outlaws Radio Show with the Kingpin, Jessica Lavish, and E-Will. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. E-Will is not in today. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at The Outlaws Radio. And now is the time of the show that we like to call the lifestyles of the rich and lavish, where we take a visit to the celebrity world. Miss Lavish, let's get it. All I want to say is that my, like... Childhood is coming back to real life And I'm loving every freaking Moment of it okay So first and foremost they released that new Disney Plus I think it is channel so it got all and the Old went, school Disney It was off the charts they got 10 million Subscribers yes. in the first couple days Yes huge I, I'm gonna be Subscribing then Netflix And Nickelodeon team up for A multi-year deal to produce original Animated feature films And TV series based on new And existing Nickelodeon characters Shout Shout out to Man, Nickelodeon be, and Netflix. They got to do Wild Thornberries. They got to do Rocket Power, Fairly Odd Parents, Hey Arnold, all of that. Then, okay, Squidward is going to get a base, a Squidward based spinoff is going to be coming to Netflix. Uh, Squidward is from SpongeBob. Really? Yes. <laughs> so, fans, um, like, you know, we all know that he's the little crabby, crusty. He should be crusty crab because he's the crabby one. But. Um, the title of the show has yet to be announced, and it's currently unclear if any of the other characters from SpongeBob will appear on the show. But the spinoff is just one project of many to come under Netflix and Nickelodeon's $200 million deal. So that is also, that's dope. Then, uh, The Razor. Remember the cell phone, The Razor? I do. It's coming back, okay? It's all touchscreen. The whole phone is touchscreen. You open it up, the whole phone is touchscreen. It is so dope, and I want it. Like, I really want it. I want them to create it in pink, and I want to get it. It's definitely smaller. The only thing about it, though, it is $1,500 retail. So, oh. iPhones are costing around the same price, honestly, though. They're up they're up there, too. So, you know. I, I saw the. How big is the screen on the, on the Razor? I'm not 100% sure how big it is. It's definitely way smaller than what it used to be, though. Like, the height of the phone. So, But literally, the whole thing is touchscreen. So, when you open it, where, like, the dial pad would normally be is where you see, like, your messages and your apps at and everything like that. Yeah, I would assume that the screen would be bigger these days because of the fact that everything is all... You know, we got all these smartphones and stuff like that. I don't know. I, it seems like a like a dope... Idea. Would you ever buy one? Yeah, I want one. Like, I legit want one. If I can get some emojis, I'm cool. <laughs> but it's exclusively only with Verizon. And oh. luckily for me, that's the only phone company I don't owe money to. Works out perfect. 
<laughs> Next. All right. So Rodney Reed, everybody was signing the petition, signing the petitions for him not to be executed because there was new evidence coming yes. out that it wasn't even him. Possibly it was not him. DNA and all this stuff. So he is he's not going to be um executed. They stopped it. They uh, issued a hundred twenty day reprieve. 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 I said it right the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. He has 120 days. Um, that's hopefully everything works out. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, is this? I'm assuming like the Innocence Project is part of this as well. Well, I know Kim Kardashian is a part of it. Okay. So. Okay. So. So they must be having some new DNA testing or stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Okay. So. so yeah. Hopefully they they get all that worked out. But I was very happy to see that the parole board at least put a pause on it. Yes. To let everybody, you know, it to, would have been so inhumane if they yeah, didn't. If they just let them, knowing that there's questions about if this guy even committed and the new crime, evidence yeah. and right. DNA and new and new technology that wasn't around back at the then. time. Yep. So. Yep. Next. Nicki Minaj will be honored with Billboard's Game Changer Award after becoming the first woman to earn 100 appearances on the Hot 100. So congratulations to her. Okay, okay. Um, uh, let's pray for Kodak Black because he's hit. Uh, he was just sent. He was just sentenced. Um, I'm not quite sure how much. He, I, I want to say he got. How much time did the one chick get for killing a police officer? They got the same time. What? Ten years. Yeah, I want to say he got 10 years, Damn. something like that. Um, the judge basically said with his first court case, like, people, like, kids mess up. But hold on, I got to find it because I, I, I want to make sure I quote this correctly. But anyways, he has new charges, new gun charges. Um, he yeah. was sentenced to 46 months in prison on federal weapons charges. And he also has new charges. So the maximum, um, yeah, they asked for 46 to 57 months. Um, and he ended up getting 46 months. And, and the new, I'm looking at the new, uh, his additional charges, mm-hmm. he could face up to 30 years each. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So, uh, it's been pretty, pretty crazy. I can't find what she quoted, but she basically was saying like, I understand people mess up, but you've been messing up for 15 years. Yeah, I don't have time for it. Basically. And you know, it's really unfortunate to see guys like Kodak, Takashi's another one, where people, like a lot of hip-hop cats, including a lot of OGs, have been warning them about their behavior. Like, yo, you need to chill out. And they continue to do stuff, continue to do stuff, Mm -hmm. want to be antagonistic. F you, you can't tell me nothing. You an old head, whatever, whatever. And ended up blowing great opportunities that they had opportunities that other people would figuratively and, and in some cases literally kill for. Right. And now just to go back to some street to the street ish that you made it away from. Right. I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'll never get it. Yeah. It's pretty disappointing. Next. All right. Sierra named as host of 2019 American music awards and Alicia Keys returns to host the 62nd annual Grammy awards okay um the lions dolphins and falcons will be in attendance for colin kaepernick's workout other teams are still deciding which is dope so he's doing like a little um workout for like you know all the different sports um Mm -hmm. well i can't get it together my words my thoughts together (laughs) but y'all know what he's doing okay so he's he's gonna be good okay right all right now 
Because <laughs> I could not get it together. Yeah, so I'm just, just like, huh, stumbled, okay. Stumbled through that one real quick. Completely. All right, so shout out to Doughboy, <laughs> Cleveland's own Doughboy. He did uh, just sign with Epic Ray, uh, Epic Records. Is that right? Why can I not read? Yes. <laughs> shout out to Doughboy. You met him before, right? Yeah, I've met him. Um, I actually went to high school with him for some time. So. Oh, that's mm-hmm. dope. That's yeah. dope. Congratulations, man. I'm always happy to see some Cleveland people getting on man yes. and this is this has been like the door is wide open for cleveland folks right now for so, sure and so definitely and shout out to will the general as well he's he's going viral yet again with his music video that he just did with the baby really so yes uh hit, it hit a million views in less than 24 hours so oh my goodness shout yeah. out to will the general mm-hmm. obviously he is a friend of the show he's been on the show before we're gonna uh, get him back Oh yeah, absolutely. So For yeah, sure. shout out, shout out to him as well, man. I love that. I I love that, man. I'm so happy to see see uh good people succeed yes so drake uh attended a concert for a tyler creators festival and he got booed okay wow so really? yes they're his fans booed him and tyler creator was like i'm so disappointed like i thought everybody loved drake like this is not this is not what i represent whatever whatever so after getting booed at camp flog drake signs a 10-year residency to perform there until 2029 <laughs> he so said, he's, all right i got you yeah he's he's petty petty but you know what hey whatever <laughs> hey, you got that check too. Did they? They didn't have. They've never had any beef or issues. No, or anything, no, no. That's just weird. Yeah. Okay. You got thirty seconds. Anything else? Uh, we have a Black News Channel expected to launch in January yes. twenty twenty. Yes. Shout out to the Black News Channel yes. and JC Watts, the founder, who's been trying to do this for like ten years. Yes. And Summer Walker cancels all her tours because of social anxiety. Well, honey, that's what you signed up for. Sorry. <laughs> no sympathy. I mean, I do, but. That's what you signed up for when that you is became you a signed. celebrity and a singer. That's true. If you wanted to just keep recording in Ma's basement, you should have did that. That's Yeah, that's true, too. I mean, I can't argue with that. All right, stay tuned. We have more to come here on The Outlaws. The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. What's going on, everyone? It's your man's Aaron Malik here. Feel free to go and stream my new single, Cool, Calm, and Collected, featuring my lovely label mate, Brittany Franklin. Watch as I saddle up in a Tesla when I used to walk everywhere. Look where I ended up. My mind is rich and my legs are super tough. Comfy in my own skin. And I don't stress as much. Dad, I hope he's still looking down, seeing me grow up. I'm taking my time and doing it right for once. Now you see I'm cool, calm, collected. Works you can get it on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, and all other major platforms. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. E. Will is not in today. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at the Outlaws Radio. And those of you who have been longtime listeners of this show know that we are based in the beautiful city of Cleveland, Ohio. So I know y'all did not think that we were not going to address what happened on Thursday Night Football. So this is the segment that we like to call... 
What really irks my nerves. And today we both have things to say about this, but I'm going to go first because I'm really pissed off and then we'll toss it to Miss Lavish. Now first, okay, let's get the obvious out of the way. Miles Garrett should not have done what he did. He should not have taken the helmet and swung it and hit the boy in the face. Let's, no. let's, be, let's just get that out of the way. He got suspended. He deserved to be suspended. That's not my issue. My issue is why are why is all of these people pretending that we didn't see Mason Rudolph start to fight? Right. Everybody who saw it live and who saw it on the replay, not just the part that they like to play where with, with uh, Miles hitting Mason in the head, but the whole thing, the sequence leading up to that, we all saw that Mason Rudolph started the fight. Mason Rudolph got hit. Late. So if you want to argue with that, that's fine. But that's still a football play. That was a football play. He did not. Mason was the one who decided he wanted to take it there. Mason was the one who tried to take Miles Garrett's helmet off. Mason Rudolph was the one who kicked Miles Garrett in the groin. And then when you don't have your helmet on, Miles has your helmet in his hand. Why the hell are you charging at Miles to fight when you, knowing you ain't got a helmet on? You know why? Because in his mind, he's like, oh, well, he's not going to do anything to me, so I'm just going to run up on him. That's, that's what he did. We all saw that. Guess what? Even though this is not defending what Miles did. Miles, Miles lost his mind. He knows he shouldn't have did what he did. But if he didn't run up on the dude, he wouldn't have got hit in the head. He ran up. He ran up on him. Run up. You could get done up. Got <laughs> shooters ready for a come up. Okay. That's, that's what that's what happened. And so and and and, and all of these commentators who oh, are totally my gosh. who are totally acting like we didn't see what we saw is really pissing me that off. That was assault. Shut the hell up. And I want to address <laughs> one comment in particular from a guy who I normally like. I normally like. Except for when he says Cleveland, when he talks about Cleveland stuff, because he's he, he always messing up on Cleveland stuff. And that's Stephen A. Smith from ESPN. Okay, I like Stephen A. Smith. I'm a fan of Stephen A. Smith. Here is the issue that I have with what he said. So he says on first take that, it, that the problem with black athletes is that you have to hold yourself to a higher standard because you are not going to be judged fairly because you're a black athlete. I agree with that. And he's, so he's talking about the optics of it. So, of course, the NFL has to punish Miles Garrett harshly, and the optics are bad because here you have this black athlete on, on national TV doing what he did. I agree with that. But if we're going to talk about optics, let's talk about optics. Let's talk about the optics of the white quarterback who started the fight, escalated the fight, loses the fight, and gets no punishment at all. It's America. If you want to talk about optics... Those are pretty bad right there, too. So I'm not even and that's not even an argument that I'm trying to, to, to have. But if you want to talk about optics, we can talk about optics. Those optics look bad, too, bruh. Right. <laughs> they don't look good. There's a reason why suspend Rudolph was trending worldwide on Twitter yesterday. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason why there's there's backlash to it again because the NFL decided they would spend miles suspend Miles Garrett indefinitely mm -hmm. and not even give a game to the guy who started the fight or the ones that kicked him in the head when he was on the ground. Now they only they gave a three game suspension to one of the guys. They didn't give uh, they didn't give anything to the other guy. 
Who, because he got attacked by two people. That's yeah. another thing, too. Yeah. When he was on the ground, he got attacked by two people. It wasn't just the guy kicking him that we yeah. all saw. It was the, his other teammate, too. They both was hitting him. They didn't give him anything, but they but they did give Pouncey, another black uh, player, by the yeah. way, uh, a three-game suspension. But the guy who starts the fight gets nothing? Come on, y'all. Like, that's that's ridiculous. We're not defending Miles Garrett. What Miles Garrett did was wrong. But stop talking about, oh, it's assault. Oh, it was barbaric. The game is violent. Exactly. The game is barbaric. Exactly. Exactly. That, that doesn't stop me from being a football fan. I'm still going to be a football fan, but we need to be 100% honest with each other. We need to, 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 to tell the truth. You, We want these guys to beat each other up for our entertainment, and then we act shocked when someone goes too far. Exactly. Shut up. Shut up. And I'm done. Miss Lavish. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so I definitely agree. Miles should have been suspended for the time that he got. I am 100% agreeing with that. But like yeah. you said, so should have Rudolph. Maybe not as long. Okay. Right. Not as long. Right. But at the end of the day, when you in that heat of the moment and you have multiple men on you, you're going to be defensive and you're going to swing. And we clearly seen Rudolph trying to take off uh, Miles' helmet yep. on yep. the ground, and that didn't get anything. Yep. Then another thing is I watched, like, um, after where they have the press conferences with, mm-hmm. the, with the Browns and the coaches mm-hmm. and – and Mayfield was pissing me off because at the end of the day, that's your teammate. And I don't care if you think he was wrong, but in the public, you need to show that you're standing with him. And the way he was talking, it was just like, I, it, it, it was just really irritating to me. I, I just looked at Baker Mayfield in a whole nother light because, sir, you are trash anyway. So uh, calm down. We not about to win nothing because we ain't got miles no more. <laughs> well, and I mean, and uh, go ahead. No, go and, ahead. If you're not done, go ahead. And then, damn it, what was I going to say? <laughs> oh, and then at the press conference, them asking them questions. Man, y'all suck at y'all jobs. Like, these these journalists that go and ask the questions at the press conference, y'all suck. Y'all all ask the same question, just a different way. Can we ask a different question? You don't have to keep asking about the fight. He just answered about the fight. We've seen it about the fight. Mm-hmm. I get that your, your site or your source might want to have some, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like, dialect about it, but just steal the other person's. I I mean, damn, he just answered it 10 times. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I really hate that the fact that we won got overshadowed by this. And that's what irritated me even more because it's like, Miles, you really should have walked away because we won. It was really, you know It was over. There was eight seconds left. It was over. You should have walked away. They also should have been fine for how they ended the game. People just walking off of the field. You can't be doing that. Right. The game wasn't over. The game wasn't even over. (laughs) Exactly. And that's what the Browns coach was yelling. Like, it's not even over. Right. And I know both teams did get fined a hell of a lot. $250,000. Woo, Jesus. (laughs) And who does that go to? That yeah. goes to the league, right? To to, to, the, to the commissioner and the owner, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. So they just got a, a fat check. Yep. Yeah. Half a million dollars. It's, <laughs> this is and this is why Colin Kaepernick kneels, though. Well, like, but, we have to understand this is why he kneels because of this. These this is one of the injustice that goes on within the NFL. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about the other injustice that goes on outside of the NFL, but this is not fair. Rudolph should be suspended, period, point blank. Not for the rest of the season. I don't think that, but I do think he should be suspended for three three to five games. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and you know what? We got a minute left, but you brought up a really, really good point that I wanted to address real quick. When you talked about what the beat writers were were asking – 
people, if you, if, if, if you want to know why athletes start their own media companies, if you want to know why they're starting their own media outlets, it's because of crap like that. Yes. Okay. Garbage. It's because, it's because of the fact that you have, you have a league where all you have, all the leagues actually have people who are reporting and covering teams who have no, nothing in common culturally with the players on those teams. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I saw a beat reporter in Cleveland talk about, oh, you know, this is a lack of discipline, et cetera, et cetera, and brought up calling Odell Beckham Jr. a diva because of the cleats that he wears. What? Really? The cleats and the visor that he wears. Really? And I told, I tweeted at this dude, and I told him, I'm like, look, this is a perfect example. This is why the players don't trust y'all. This is why the players don't trust y'all. Because you are covering people that you have nothing in common with. You exactly. don't relate you to don't them understand at all, it. and you don't understand them. This is why they make their own media companies. Mm-hmm. This is why. Let me let me be one of them reporters, please. Right. Because I'm right. going to get some real questions going. Baker, what could you have improved what could you have done better for the game? Because you suck. <laughs> They'd be like, man, you got to They'd go. kick you right out. Like, you, you, you can't talk like that, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We are over time. I want to send a shout out to all the guests that we had this week. Yes. Uh, for coming on the show. We are out of here. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace, love, and chicken grease. The FCB Radio Network. First Class Broadcasting Worldwide.